0: great all right aftershocks tv matt and chris we're back here with you guys for another episode and today we've got a very familiar face here on aftershocks from rockers sons of silver we'd like to welcome once again to the show vocalist guitarist peter Argeropoulos. peter great to see you again bud man how you been i've
1: been great been busy uh you know coming out of the uh Coming out of the the whirlwind we've been through, well, we're now in another one, but everything's good. I've been really good. Right. <laughs> awesome, awesome.
0: Right, yeah, it was great to have you on again, man. I mean, I know, yeah. Last time we talked to you, um, it was just off the heels of you know your guys's stellar debut EP, there, uh, Doomsday Noises, back in spring of twenty twenty when that came out. Obviously, when this whole you know craziness started about two years ago. Uh, but I mean, since then, I mean, you you guys are. You know, you haven't stopped, man. You've, you've got some uh, new tracks out within the last six months or so. Some videos for them, um, you, including the new one. Who's going to stop us now? Well, great track. We'll get into that in a little bit. And uh, I also saw you guys indeed are getting ready to drop a new EP soon titled Ordinary Sex Appeal. So, I mean, lots going on with the band, man. So why don't you just, I guess, fill us in on all the current happenings of Silver Sin- uh, Sons of Silver Camp and, uh, you know, what we can expect that's, you know, sort of on the horizon here for the band in the future.
1: Well, you know, stepping back a little bit, as, as you mentioned, we released uh, um, our, our debut EP Doomsday Noises uh, in late spring of, of 2020. You know, it's kind of in the middle of, of uh, everything ramping up as far as the pandemic goes. So there was, there was a lot of uncertainty. All of our touring, uh, you know, uh, expectations, plans were thrown to the wayside. But we we pushed forward with promoting the EP and it did really well for us. We had mm-hmm. three uh, singles that, that charted in the top top 40 uh rock charts we had two in the in the top 20 and and you know frankly they they would have gone gotten higher had we um had we been able to tour to support them because you know as as a new artist or you know introducing yourself new to the stations they're all a little leery but but uh for them to take it that far without us you know getting in their faces be it on stage be it in their studios or both that was uh you know pretty good accomplishment for us so we continued all the way, you know, well into 2021 pushing that. In the meantime, uh, you know, we were back in the studio in, in late 2020, uh finishing up another EP. and um, we had that ready to go actually this time last year. But wow, okay. because be, because of um you know Doomsday Noises continuing to do well, uh we we just stayed on the promotional end of that. And also frankly, since we still couldn't tour, yeah, we felt it was better to, to hold back and and just wait until we get on the road to support it. So, for most of 2021, we were, you know, in the studio doing, you know, working on new tracks as well, doing some promotional stuff, but we were pretty light because frankly, uh Brina Brina our keyboardist and I were, were married and we had our first child. Wow, so, yeah, us, nice. awesome. we were busy, you know, doing you, the baby. Yeah. thing. Yeah, and, sure. uh, which is that that well you think touring's an adventure having a baby is something sure, <laughs> you, know, you, you oh, guys yeah. know wow that's a different level but it's it's been sure. amazing so but we're we're now you know he's he's a year plus old we're 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 back um in the studio uh, pretty hardcore right now working on the third EP as well as some promotional stuff for what you know you, you mentioned earlier is our forthcoming uh, EP uh ordinary sex appeal that comes out mm-hmm. April 8th Okay. And uh we've we've released uh uh Who's Gonna Stop Us? Um just so uh, what a couple weeks, two, three weeks ago, the the lyric video um in promotion of of you know that's sort of the first single behind that AP. Okay. Um and we'll be dropping another one with uh, another single with the EP. Um and then uh, we're expecting we should have things uh, pretty dialed in in the next month, four to six weeks here, um some uh, good touring schedule for the back half of the year. All right, great. So we are really excited to do that because uh in fact Kevin uh Kevin uh Holland, our guitarist and I were on the phone right before right before I joined you guys. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, you know, uh touring gear, all that stuff, and and we were we were mentioning, you know, we're like, hey, you know, this is kind of hypothetical or theoretical what we were talking about because it's for a lot of songs that we've never played live or if we played them live right. twice so mm. so you know it, it's been two and a half years since we played a show wow it's, it, it's pretty wild so we're 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 eager to get back yeah.
0: out there sure sure i'm sure you're more than eager yeah to get back out there. now i mean just a question i was looking at your site and uh i don't know if this is just you know i don't want to assume anything but i mean has there been any any band member changes is the band still intact i saw dave wasn't in one of the pictures yeah dave
1: dave Dave, uh left the band a year ago due to health reasons but but we're all still very close i just had lunch with dave last week and he's doing really well and i think there's going to be you know and well and i think there's going to be uh you know a time and a place where where we're all playing again together. But we in the meantime, we've started working with uh drummer David Goodstein. So we went from Dave to David, one letter. Okay. Back. And uh, and it's been absolutely fantastic. He's a great guy, great drummer. And um and I think we're gonna, you know, be uh you know doing a lot of great stuff with both of them. Great. great. That's right. No, yeah. Great to hear.
0: Awesome. Well, I mean, uh, let's talk about, obviously, let's get into the new music. You know, before we get into who's going to stop us, I want to uh, go back to about, to the fall, uh, this past fall, when you guys released uh, a really, a really great track. I, I think it's probably my favorite track by you guys, uh, Hesitate. Um, where, you know, the word hesitate, the phrase I warned you are used throughout that whole track. Um, and to me, I mean, this is no doubt a track that, is different i mean from listening to all the sons of silver tracks this is really different in my opinion in terms of your vocal approach i mean the tone definitely has i wouldn't say angry but definitely more of a frustrated tone to the you know yeah. to the song um and it's, it's the most worked up i should say that i've heard you be on the song so i guess just go ahead and tell us a little bit about hesitate and what that song uh, represents
1: well hesitate was recorded along with uh, the other tracks on our upcoming ep uh, okay it was recorded in the in the fall of uh, 2020, yeah, fall of 2020. Okay. And uh, sometimes, the last couple of years are such a blur sometimes, uh, <laughs> right. 2018, 19, 20, or what, what mm. year is it right now? Right. Uh, it, was recorded, it was recorded then. In fact, you know, to put a little backstory behind it. So like, like everyone else, um, we, uh, you know, kind of shut down in, in March of 2020. Mm. Um, we, uh, you know, varying degrees of getting spooked what have you and we we had actually just finished recording doomsday noises so there wasn't an urgency for us to be in the studio at the moment mm-hmm. and uh so we we locked down for a few months and then come the end of june um you know we hadn't we'd been talking texting like crazy because we're all very close mm-hmm. and, and I, I i was like come on guys this is this is getting silly you know we got to see each other so so Breen and I had everyone over, over to our house, uh, and, and everyone showed up. It was funny cause everyone comes in with their significant others and everyone's got a mask on. Right. And we're all standing mm-hmm. there looking at each I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, this is, this is, <laughs> this is not going to go like this. So, right? so, so, so the next thing we know, we're all hanging out. we you know, everyone was over for like four or five hours. And, and, uh, in, in fact, um, Adam, our bassist, his wife, who, who's uh, an executive at Universal, that's that's you know part of our reason where why we chose to to be with Universal. She mm-hmm. says she says so. When are you guys gonna back get back in the studio? And we're like, now. So a couple of weeks later, we were back in the studio, and, it, and it's you know, and with everything, all the you know the mental head games going on at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be in a small room because we have a really nice studio, but it's small. It's it's probably the main room is probably twenty by twenty. You know. Roughly. Okay. So and then there's a control room and the like. So you feel a little compressed. So if there is any bug floating around, you know, you know you're going to get it. In fact, we have kind of house rules where if someone has a, a pretty heavy sniffle that day, it's going long long before COVID. Just call up and say, "Hey guys, let's not go into it because the last thing we right. need is we're going to get sick." Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm making this long winded here because that's what I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, so we we go in the studio and 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 we had so much like just pent up because no was it right. the pandemic mm-hmm. being locked away from your best friends not being able to make music together then there's all of the social political stuff going on from the protests the riots to the election blah 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 and for someone like me who writes a lot of lyrics about that stuff that was just you know that was like uh, just fuel That's the best fuel sure on Earth. okay. But so we got in there and we just started going. We do our thing, we get in the studio, we look at each other, just start playing. Someone's play some riff, some groove, some melody, whatever it might be, the trick that we all just, you know, start start locking into and it launches us down this sort of Mr. Toad's wild ride. And we, we land in a moment and we're excited. We all feel it kind of looking at each other, glancing for what you're playing, figuring things out and we go hesitate among others was one of those songs and in okay. fact it came kind of at the end of the day we're, it was you know you know we've been there since 11 in the morning it's probably six in the evening and we we working on one particular song for the last hour or I should say a strong idea for a song and we we just went on a tangent which which we do for a moment from time to time when we're working long hours just to sort of sure. cleanse the palate so to speak right and and, uh, and and we just got in that groove of what was what ultimately became the, the verse and the chorus of the song, which is that's basically all it is. And I just started going, I hesitate this, I hesitate that, I hesitate to do this, that, that. And I was just rambling on and on. It went for about 10, 15 minutes. Now is it. We, we built it to climax, just like the final version. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in fact, I remember everyone left, and I sat there and said, you know what, I need to finish these lyrics now. I'm in the moment. And I sat there for about another... I don't know, half hour, hour. And I wrote all the lyrics to the song. I mean, there, there, you know, if, if there are two pages of lyrics to the song, I probably wrote 40 pages of it's it's so easy at that point. Right. Right. Cause you're, you're just <laughs> venting. Right. Sure. So I, I did that and um, some of them crossed some lines, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, so, Fast forward a couple of days, we come back to the studio. We listen to the, the the rough reference, you know, what we'd left with, and and I start mm-hmm. reading off some of the lyrics to to the band, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I like that. I like that. Oh, that's really cool." And that was kind of it, you know. And okay. we made it on the track. It was it was originally the the the, the final track we laid down was just going to be a, a good demo for us, but we we then listened a couple of days after that, so it was the third day of this process in the studio, and we we're like, "Eh, that's keeper."
0: right well, nice. you know <laughs> made a bunch mm-hmm.
1: up sang a vocal and brina really pushed me to just get that as you were mentioning Matt to just get that get some balls to it you know and mm-hmm. um wasn't wasn't really hard to do the, the 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 sentiment was all around me in the air awesome. no
2: question well mm-hmm. um peter when when we first met you uh, the the emphasis was around you and you and dave obviously the, there was the pearl jam thing and there was the you thing you started it then there was the pearl jam and that's what everybody was talking about it wasn't just us although we did it too it really was that way now the time has gone by you have the ep out you have other recordings done you have you know you're ready to go and get out on tour finally and get all this this moving how has the band changed and specifically how has the creative part of the band changed is there a lot more working with with Breen and kevin and and adam and now david
1: well, or well you know it's a it's a good question look it's when this when it started it sons of silver wasn't even sons of silver it was a singer-songwriter project i had written I, I, we went over in the past but for for newcomers mm-hmm. I, I uh, you know, was, had been, you know, uh, producing a lot and I produced some really good artists and it was, but it was getting frustrating for me just being in the studio, you know, because I started in the industry as a songwriter in a band, had a, had a, you know, gone through a record deal and things like that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's why I started writing, you know, some songs again, or it's always writing. I started wanting to perform, performed them by myself. I was bored, brought Brina along. We were bored together called up Adam, who I'd been in, you know, a number of projects with one of my dearest friends, Adam Curry, our bassist. And I said, Adam, help me put a band together. He brought in Dave, Dave brought in Kevin. And so that band was Pete, Pete RG, RG shortened for uh, Argyropolis. Right. And, and that's how we toured for a couple of years. But along the way, we started writing together and, and the band took a new direction. It went from being a singer song or singer songwriter to a singer with a singer songwriter sound to a rock band, which was mm-hmm. great for me because that's what I love, you know, but, but mm-hmm. often when you're just sitting there strumming, writing songs by yourself, it, you know, they get a little mm-hmm. cowboy cordish. They just they, yeah. you know, it's not the same as playing with a band, especially when mm-hmm. it's really, you're really close to intimate with who you can share any idea, the most silly, wild, over the top idea, or the most subtle one and not feel any restraint and that's how we are with each other so um, once it got to that point we were really exchanging you know the writing process like that together then that's when we changed the name to sons of silver so okay going back to your original question Chris all along the way of sons of silver it's it's been a writing process where we we write together sure I may do a lion's share of, of the work in the sense because I I you know write the lyrics uh but 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 as far as the music you know uh we we're all in there just throwing out the ideas together and 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 you know like we worked on a couple songs in the last couple weeks here uh where kevin brought in uh you know just started us off he's like i got this little riff here and that's all he had right something out, that. and that's all we need it's like it's like mm-hmm. a spark kindling and and that's kind of the fun we just see where it goes and to the point for me as a, as a writer i mean i can write on my own finish a song from a to z and but I don't want to anymore. I, I like right. to peace and this It's because because it, not only to find out where it ends up, that journey is a lot of fun. It's like oh, that's sure. fun. That's interesting. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's cool. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, and and it and it really becomes quality control that you can't have when you do it all yourself. Oh. When you do it all yourself, there's no quality control. You think everything's a hundred million dollar song when it's yeah. just not. You know, and and mm. when you when you truly collaborate. And there's not a lot of bands, and you know this, you've worked with a bunch of bands. Everybody says they collaborate, but most of them don't. Most of them, there's a yeah. dominant guy, and then there's two or three others that sort of throw in a an idea, a riff, whatever.
1: Yeah. And when absolutely. that
2: happens, it becomes a Megadeth thing, you know, where it's one guy. It, it sounds like it's just not been that way since you put this line up together.
1: No, it, it hasn't been, and you're you're exactly right in that one because – um, well, you know, that the, the Beatles documentary that came out. The yeah. Get back one, mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. it's funny because, you know, obviously we're, we're all in the music industry. So we you know, I'm going to assume you guys kind of knew more of the backstory than mo- most folks. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and, um, and and so there were no glaring surprises in it to me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I know a lot of people I was talking to, like, wow, I, I didn't know. I thought I was expecting more from this person. I didn't realize this person was going to step up so much, whether it might be. And 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 they, but in general, I think most people thought it was much more of an, uh, a balanced, uh, as far as the songwriting, it was a balanced uh, process, and right. by no means was. And, and going back to your point, that's sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my, my laptop balanced, uh, uh, with a music stand here, and. Um, Anyway, so uh, so yeah, they're not balanced, like you said, m- mm-hmm. most of the bands. But but ours is genuinely balanced. Yes, there is there is a time when I may bring in a song A to Z. Like there there's a song on our EP called "With You," which that that was written, you know, ahead of the band. But but um, but by no means would that have been remotely what it is had it been just left to me. Sure. It, 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 the band, the stamp of the band from the the drums to the guitars to the keyboards and the, all the vocals, everything, even the melodies I sang, there were the stamp of the band was on there. Peter, maybe you can sing this phrase like this instead. You know, put move this note here, stretch out this, blah blah blah. You know, it's 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 all in the band. That that is the the sound that the, that we have are are is those five people. You know, right. It, Mm-hmm. and that it's really it's you know it's funny because as time has really gone on um it, it's it's really special it's, it's absolutely really good to, have, to share that with other people sure mm-hmm.
2: now i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna i'm saying this with all the respect in the world so take oh. it as such take it as such you guys released this cover of life is a carnival which is by far my favorite song that you've done and i know i i know that's insulting to an original band but i love i i don't really like the original i i really didn't like the band version at all it's just a little too clowny for me i love the way you darked it up i love the way that you made it dark and gritty and and still kept that old school flavor to it man it's such a cool rendition
1: thank you yeah that was actually pretty funny well we, you know, someone mentioned to me that they had, uh, or not actually wasn't it to me. It was one of the members of the band. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but but uh, to sit, so the band has this thing coming out, and you guys have some downtime. Maybe you should throw a cover together. It'd be good, good timing, right? You know, mm-hmm. it was the 50th anniversary of uh, Cahoots. so mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, I mean, let's choose a song. And 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 uh, in fact, it was um, was our new drummer uh, David Goodstein who mentioned that we should consider this this song. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, ah, it's got, got all those horns and stuff in there. I, I don't know about that. And and uh, mm-hmm. even just to pull it off, and 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 so anyway, bottom line is Kevin, Kevin, you know, went home and and uh, dragged out some uh, live versions that they had had played you know, on okay. uh, on YouTube, and he used that as a bit, for, bit of reference. He's like, look, we can get away without some of the the frilly keys and stuff like that. And if we can darken it up, give it some balls, give us some meat. And I said "balls" twice in this interview. It's not not, <laughs> not not a word that I use unless I'm speaking to my son. Throw me the ball. Uh, but nonetheless, um, you know, just to give it some some edge and uh, and yeah, and that, and, and it kind of worked. It was a lot of fun to play, um, and uh, it, it was fast. I mean, to be honest with you, I think we got the whole thing done. And I mean, the the, the basics so as far as guitars and bass and drums we tracked within a couple takes i think maybe wow. maybe four takes and then uh i threw down the vocal i, I are there even keys on there i don't remember I
2: don't think I, so, are there are no. keys on
1: there yeah and in yeah. fact i, I Brina was recording it so either kevin or i played the keys um so uh it, it was fast and then and then the video <laughs> basically someone's like well you got to do a video with it some from universal and and so we had no time it needed to be done in 24 hours this type of thing so I just everyone was at the studio I, I just grabbed my camera and I you know filmed everyone playing a take of it and and then Kevin filmed me and, and I I ended up putting it together and it was funny because a couple of folks from the label were like oh Peter you should do more of your videos you know to be the director and I was like <laughs> yeah. yeah no I was, like, I was I was up till you know four in the morning trying to trying to figure out how to use Final Cut Pro
0: Nice! Wow! Nice! Very cool! <laughs> awesome! Well, Peter, let's talk about the new song that just came out. End the video. Who's gonna stop us? Um, You know, I'm looking at your your backdrop there, the Clash, and that's kind of what it reminds me of. You know what I mean? It, it has sort of like a like a, a punk vibe to it. You know, it's something I think a little different. You know, because it's a little bit faster. Um, that I think you know what you guys are, um, have have done previously. So talk about talk about that. Talk about the, the video too, which I thought was pretty cool. It's a little different, um, a little more illustrative than than what you guys have done before as
1: well. Well, again, uh, who's going to stop us? Uh, that was recorded in in uh, you know the summer fall of, uh, of 2020, along with "Hesitate" and and other tracks, all, all the other tracks on the EP. And mm-hmm. that was a you know uh, kind of similar to hesitate uh, in the sense that we were we were working on you know a, a various ideas that day in the studio, and I, I in fact it may even have been the same same day as hesitate, and um, and I remember if I remember right we were doing something kind of slow, uh, and and I was getting a little bored and and uh, and I just started going na 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 on guitar right, and next thing you know everyone just sort of You know jump ship from what we were working on and starts you know playing around that riff and um you know we we started throwing these pieces together and it wasn't it wasn't like a complete song It was just like we had what ultimately became the verse we had what you know what would sort of start to eventually turn into the chorus and and that was it we jammed on 15 20 minutes and set aside came back in a couple days later and i was like guys you know i really like the inner energy here scattered it's just some rough ideas sure. and and um and adam you know was like well you know that you you have we have some semblance of a chorus you know here with this song but but uh but we have another song we've been working on it's like if we take those the chords and melodies from those two songs actually not even melody just chords from those two songs and, and blend them together with this new thing we're working on we we have kind of a song so so we did that and and uh, you know and 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 so as we're working, on I'm like, well, I, I need, a, need a need a lyric here, and and I didn't have a lyric. And then I was thinking, well, it was a, another idea for a song we had, and it was the line, "Who's going to stop us?" And I'm like, well, let's right. we'll throw that in here because it's kind of this charging song. So that right. was that. We laid down a, a solid take of the song, and we left it. Came back in a couple days later, and we were like, this is this is pretty cool. And and Dave, you know, because um, Dave Dave Cruzen played on all these tracks, co-wrote them. Okay. With his, and um, and Dave was they was like oh, I don't like when I'm playing. It's too modern sounding. So let's redo it. Okay. And we Kevin and Adam and and I are like Oh come on, Dave! What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like No, I really want to do it. And Dave has this thing. He he's like when he, he, he the guy has amazing taste. You know, technically mm-hmm. he's a, he's a great drummer, solid drummer, but it's it's his taste and his style that that makes him the 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 special special drummer that he is. Sure so, so anyway, true. so we're like, you know, begrudgingly, we jump back in this, the room with them. And instantly, the first take, you know, we're like, ah, I see what you want. I see what you hear. <laughs> and, and one of the parts that always really hit me, and I go, I'm going into the minutiae here, is uh, in the, in the uh, second chorus, he's going into the second chorus in the middle of it. He's got this big, you know, eighth note snare fill. It's like, who's going to stop it? And I still can see him you know because the, the, he really lays that back and in, in, in feel right and you can still see him in the studio when he was doing it because he, he kind of gets up on the kit right right and he's doing this though he's leaning back and playing <laughs> <the> music, <laughs> throwing his body into it and it's one of those things in my mind but so anyway so yeah that's that's how that song came together and then um the video we, we just we just did the video like a, a month and a half ago a month ago and we we shot it or with um with our videographer who's done all of our videos, all but one, uh, Ryan Calavano. And um, Ryan, um, you know, we're trying to scheme up some ideas and, and, and it's, it's been good to consistently work with someone who's, you know, who gets what you're doing and, he, and you, get, you understand his approach because that's how we've been able to sort of build, you know, up our theme of, you know, sort of propaganda-ish uh, but with a modern twist to it, you know, feel but he suggested we we do this 3d lyric thing and and uh, so i went over to, to his studio and um, he actually shot it wearing oculus wearing oculus oh, wow. okay and and it was funny because he had all these other you know sort of uh, he had different i don't even know what you call pieces of equipment that were necessary for him to to you know get his sense of space within the oculus you know okay. 3d world Mm-hmm. And and you'd be tripping over him. And it was just at first it was just he and I in the studio, and uh, so I you know I'm 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 singing the lyrics as as the you know the song's going by, and he's he's shooting it with the Oculus on. He's tripping over things, you know. I'm like, oh <laughs> chair over there. You know? It was pretty fun. And unfortunately, and Kevin, our guitarist, was supposed to uh, shoot it. With us that day to you know for his uh, guitar stuff is and even more, but unfortunately he got COVID a few days before, uh, and we were we had a, a harsh deadline or a hard deadline to uh, to meet, so he couldn't do it. So we ended up pulling some some footage out of uh, what was it the uh, Deep Division? Yeah, the Deep okay. Division video. So you know if you see some overlap there, that's why I know I'm for giving sure. you away the, some of the yeah. story behind the scenes, but that's that's how that came. <laughs> nice, out. yeah. Uh,
2: Real quick, Peter, I just want to, ask, I wanted to ask you because you've said two different things about two different songs. And I I'm curious if it's even important at all, because I've heard this from other musicians in, in one sense, you said that, you know, sometimes you guys just knock it down, you knock it down in a day, in two days, whatever. And then on this song, you said you take, you guys took a couple of days of a break and then came back to it. And then it brought new energy. So for you, what is more important? Do you like to just knock it down in one hit or do you find that you knock it down and then you get fresh ears on it, which really allows you to create more and better quality mu- music?
1: I, th- You know, there there isn't any uh, strict rule that we have. I, I don't think anyone, I, some folks I'm sure have some stricter rules, but for us, you know, it's a feel thing. Um, we're fortunate in that we have our own studio studio uh, it's a it's a really nice studio if I may say so myself we have a lot of mm-hmm. uh, it's a good room a couple of good rooms in there um some really nice gear great great monitoring system um and and it's a, and a, and a room that that uh, when you're as far as playback when you're listening back you you're getting a, a really accurate picture of what's what's being recorded so so that mm-hmm. allows us um some some leeway some liberty in so far as uh we can easily go in and out so we can work hard for a couple of days take take a week off. Um, and and jump right back in, and and not be like, how oh, we're here in the studio. We got these two weeks. We got to just bang this out and get it done. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. feel we don't feel that pressure. And mind you, I I can say for us, I, I I can say that speaking for us that we wouldn't allow that pressure on us anyway. So even if we right. were in a big studio, either we're gonna get it or not. But but one method we do have is one, once we say, once we come up with what we feel is a a, a piece of a song, be it a chorus or a verse or a really good groove or, or a verse in a chorus let's mm-hmm. say and we have something like okay we really have something here that we can turn into a, a good song um we will sit there and work really hard on it so we'll spend time searching f- to find pieces you know and then we, mm-hmm. once we find something we really dig in deep and 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 pull it together as a song and then before leaving that day uh we'll always cut what we call the best version of that song so maybe one or two okay. few, passes down we'll just play it as best we can and you know and in some cases we get lucky like hesitate who's gonna well not quite who's gonna stop us but especially hesitate we got it you know right away after after the original Mm. writing session that is um other other songs like uh who's gonna stop us It, it took us a few days there are some songs which may may linger for a few weeks or a few months just because, uh, you know, we, what, whatever it might be, we, we just we ran out of time. We, you know, we had to go to, to move on to some other project. Or it could be that I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm going, you know, I, I'm not carrying it on my end. Or, the, you know, our drummer, you know, drummer may say that, uh, you know, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. But, but generally for us, excuse me, is a fly in my face. <laughs> um, generally for us, we get things pretty, pretty quick. And then, um, and then you know we we but we may take some time as far as you know sweetening things up with the overdubs of guitars, keyboards, and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, you know, it's that that's one of the good things about being a really good collaborative process is that you can you can check each other and be like, in the sense of you know you know it's like, hey guys, is this any good? Uh, you're, you're like you know you you're always there, like Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, someone say, Peter, I really I really like their that that melody you're singing, or or a better example, since I'm on the microphone, I'll be like, oh Kev, that's so cool, you know. Keep keep doing mm-hmm. that, or, or Adam, mm-hmm. Dave, what are you doing there? You know, hey Brina can you? Because brina's engineering, but Brina can you give us a little more of this? That oh, that's so cool. Make sure that you bookmark those settings on on the console.
2: Right. So
1: mm-hmm. that that helps us propel faster because there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of trust also.
0: Very cool, yeah. Well, you know, Peter, I mean, one of the things that really grabbed me when I was listening to both Hesitate and Who's Gonna Stop Us is that, you know, unlike when you're a brand-new band and no one's, you know, heard you before, the first thing, you know, most music listeners do, so what we did to me and Chris, obviously we first heard Sons of Silver and we talked about it with you, is, you know, you compare a band or you compare the artist's to another artist or band. I remember when we were talking to you last time, we were, you know, comparing, Fritz, we were talking about your vocals and your your style and your voice and you know how there was some, you know, Mike Ness in it and you know, whatever, et cetera. But now, you know, when I hear when I was listening to those two songs, now when I hear your voice and I hear Kevin's guitar tone, you know, and just the rest of the band, it's no longer like that. To me, it now sounds like Sons of Silver. You know, you guys, I really cool. feel have created now sort of your, you know, your own signature sound and style. And, you know, I know that's not an easy thing to do. It's something every band, you know, wants to do, obviously, but it's not, it doesn't always, you know, work out that way. Um, so, do you, I mean, do you guys feel like you now, you know, you indeed do have, you know, that, that your own sort of signature style? And if so, I mean, is, is, why do you think that is? I mean, have you guys, you know, made a conscious points to use maybe certain things that you, Liked in previous songs that you felt like, hmm, this, you know, maybe we should use this, you know, more often." Maybe it's a tone or a pedal or whatever it may be. I mean, or, or is this basically just a result of you guys doing what you do, and this is what comes out? I mean, how how have you guys really have gotten to the point now where I think you really do have a signature style?
1: Well, well, first, I really appreciate that, and and I'm glad to hear that because we we feel. Uh, and 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 our, our our team of people we work with feels the same that we're starting to come into our own. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's uh, our our identity is starting to establish itself itself. And 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 even better about that, it's one that we're proud of. It's one that we're uh you know that we're confident with, and and it's it's uh, easy for us because it's so natural to to continue it and to evolve it and grow it. Mm-hmm. So. On, on that note you know um I, I you know it's kind of I don't know how to how to answer the question directly but it's kind of all the things you said you know but I will mm-hmm. say this this is really not a direct way of answering your question but it's kind of the best I can come up with we kind of know what we, we we have sounds let's say that we'll use as far as let's say guitars drums whatever that will gravitate towards using but nothing nothing is set in stone. It's not like okay. this has to be the sound, but it's kind of a starting point for us. So if we go into this, it's like, here's our staple way of, of setting our sounds up. Here's our staple way of, or, or, you know, or, you know, uh, approaching how we get together. Um, and, and that sort of lends itself to a certain process, which we all, at least right now, still have a lot of fun and a lot of confidence in. In fact, I would say that we're, we still feel we're kind of at the, at the, at the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. and then there things evolve and sounds songs they, they take on a life of their own you know inspirations take on a life from a, of their own but then the other thing is that now we have some some catalog some of it heard uh, still a lot of it not heard because it's just in the re- in the release pipeline so to speak we have a, a catalog off of which to to uh it's a standard, you know. We was mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, at, at the very right. least, this 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 is here's a good example. A month or two ago, we were working on a song. We were like, We really like this, 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 uh, this jam, this groove thing we had, and and we laid down a track to it. And it felt really good at the time. And and normally we catch something really quick, like right away, if like this is not us, right? Or it's mm-hmm. not appropriate. We stepped away uh, a couple weeks later, Brina, Kevin, and I sat down to do guitar overdubs to it. kevin and i were kind of just looking at each other giving us like that kind of right (laughs) Right? and 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 the bottom line is it just didn't feel right and it was funny because it was based off of a riff that kevin had played and then he goes you know that's the third time i've tried that riff in one form or another it's the third time it just it wasn't right for us. it was just too kind of old school rock you know Mm -hmm. and and, uh and he's like and i was like yeah you're fired no so, <laughs> so, so he was, but, but it's, it's, we we kind of know who we are, what we like to do, and, and, you know, where our niche is. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's fun in that sense because, because it, it's just, it's, a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a step to build off. It's a cornerstone for yourself.
0: Sure. No, I don't know. Can I answer your, your, your Yeah, question? no, it did. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely did. Uh, no, no, no doubt. You know, so, I mean, another thing I just want to ask you, I mean, just obviously, this is sort of the more political related question here. You know, relating to your lyrics, I mean, you know, so I mean, obviously, you know, when it comes to, you know, modern day, the, the socio-political climate that's out there, you know, the playing field obviously is so much larger and toxic these days than ever, And obviously, because we've got this thing called awesome. the Internet, you know, yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit, right? <laughs> but, you know, because we got Internet, we got social media, all this madness, you know, stuff that wasn't existing, you know, back in the time where politics was really, you know, heavily involved in music. And I know, you know, last time we talked with you, I mean, you mentioned how easy, you know, it was it was pretty easy for you to write about, you know, political related things because, you know, you, you don't really have any biases. Um, so and to me, when I do hear, oh, you, I have
1: biases. I
0: have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> OK. All right. Because I think last time we talked about it, you were saying, Oh, well, you weren't really, you know, I mean, because I was asking how, how you would do a good job of not letting biases seep into your lyrics i do a way. good
1: job okay. of yeah trying to walk hold it back, back if line. you want to call it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. okay oh trust me i have yeah. my opinion
0: okay okay <laughs> <laughs> well i was just gonna say because you know when i do hear your lyrics i mean it it i don't hear any you know any of the left versus right matrix you know program stuff that a lot of people have been you know programmed over their lives and you know i mean your your lyrical content you know it, it, it come to me it comes from a a thing that seems to not exist anymore of this thing we call common sense, right? The thing that we used to exist that we don't see much ah. anymore. You <laughs> know, um yeah, exactly. What is that, right? You know? But um you know, but it's it's like, you know, for instance, I'll just use unhesitate. I mean, you you know, normally when you when you have songs in, in that realm, you know, that's that's a little angst and pissed off or what have you, you know, most most don't tend to show some introspection. I mean you've included yourself in that. You you know you're, you're not Really in the song, I don't hear you really pointing the finger or wagging a finger at anyone. It's something actually I think you even put that in one of the lyrics. But, you know, you say what's in you, what's in me. You seem to be a, a sort of a we person rather than a me or you person when it comes to your lyrics, You know, which is what we usually hear when people are singing right. about any of those kind of themes. Um, you know, in these days, when you're coming from a nonpartisan, you know, viewpoint, you're trying to, I should say, and you're not trying to take sides. You know, you you you're gonna have both sides coming at you with pitchforks because you're not choosing one of them. You know, I mean, this is a time where if you're not with us, you're against us. So, I mean, what kind of reaction have you received from fans, from listeners, where you know, um, when it comes to your lyrics, when you do write about politics and you incorporate them to your your songs? What's the reaction you've gotten? Pro and, and over kind.
1: overwhelmingly, it's been positive um, okay. and it's over overwhelmingly been supportive in the sense that kind of, you know, articulating what you just, you know, rearticulating what you just said, which is that people are like, hey, you know, we appreciate that you're you're not, uh, you know, taking a, a, a polarizing stance on things or um, demonizing one side, whatever, whatever it might be. Oh, I just had a light go out. Sorry. Um, oh, well. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You. Uh, you're it good, was You see me all right still?
2: Yeah, you're fine.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, um, uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, you know, so I, so I really, you know, appreciate hearing that, and that is across the board what we've been hearing. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and I mean like ninety nine point nine percent. I mean, there's, there's always, you know, that tenth of a percent which is a hater, but that, that's everywhere, right? That's sure. So, um, one, one of the things with within that is that. Has, has been the, the challenge challenge so to speak is to continue well part of that comes you know from the fact that that's how i feel that you know so personally mm-hmm. and i i can say i'm I'm, our, I'm speaking for the band for the most part as well you know uh, i i have strong opinions but 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 i truly believe that it's just an opinion and and, and it's, mm-hmm. it's the best one for me so uh and and uh you know, I think one of the things I do struggle with in this time period time we have right now, and and I and I do start uh, you know I, I do start articulating that 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 frustration is in the song hesitate, is that I don't like when it's people talking past each other or talking at each other, not sharing a, you know, some type of discourse where you can really learn. Cause I mean, what, what's the point of mm-hmm. communicating? Is it to communicate or just yell? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, point, yeah. It's, it's, to, it's to try to learn, move forward, improve yourself, help improve the situation. Hopefully they can improve things, improve themselves as well. And I can say, reflective of our band, and there are no egos in the band because we can all say what we feel, articulate the musical ideas that we have, you know, whatever it might be without, without holding back because we know it's, it's safe. No one's going to attack them for it. They, they, someone could be wrong every single time but mm-hmm. but you know as far as the way they approach something i mean wrong in the sense of like we, we don't use it but but we need we need everyone to be heard and we need to to share those ideas to to move forward so that at the very least from their end they feel like they 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 got they were able to get their ideas out there and then from the, the groups in, it's like oh that's a cool idea I, I had us doing this but maybe we should shift things a little bit over that way i mean it's not it shouldn't be an all my my way the highway only world so right that that's the way we feel, and that's what I try to articulate. I will say this, it's become a little bit more difficult for me as a writer, and I think mm. I'll reveal a little bit more, the, the lyrics will reveal a little bit more about me, my opinions in this mm-hmm. fourth mm-hmm. EP. Uh, it's more difficult because for, for one reason alone, going back to this whole thing of, of censoring people, it's, I say that specifically and mm-hmm. talk about it and hesitate. The whole mm-hmm. censoring thing to me, it's a no-go. It's just a non-starter right yeah, there. Sure. I don't care yeah. who it is. I don't care mm-hmm. what they're saying. And if they're an yep. asshole talking, that's even more the reason that I want to hear them talk because I want to yep. sit there and make notes. I mean, if there's something that's gone on in the last couple of years, I've made some strong mental notes, if not actual physical notes on, on what some folks have said or done. Sure. And, and I'm, I'm not going to, I'll forgive a little bit, but not a hundred percent. And I definitely won't forget because some of those folks are going to make the same mistakes If there's ever a rough situation again, but this whole idea of censoring thing completely, I will say that completely thoroughly unacceptable in my book. Unacceptable! I want no part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. not a way to move forward together. So I'm sorry to go over the top. Here, no, 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 no,
0: no! Keep going, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know. ain't
2: going over the top. Look, anybody that's for that's against censorship can talk about it all exactly. day right here because yep. yeah. you know I I say it a million times and and you know especially doing my other show which is a shock jock thing where I say some really radical shit. <laughs> you know, Um, when you know. Nobody should be able to tell you not to. And, you know, and the thing that that strikes me the funniest with censorship is I'd rather know than not know. What are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'll use racism just in general as, as the point who who's, who's more dangerous. The guy that is openly racist and you can look at and go, man, what an asshole. Or the one that shuts his mouth, doesn't say anything and plans things. Hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. I remember when I was a kid one time, and there was going to be, you know, some 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 TV thing or some news news uh, story about a a Nazi march that was going to take place, mm-hmm. right? You know, and and I remember uh, mentioning, you know, because there, there were people who were, you know, saying oh, it shouldn't happen. Some should, blah blah blah. And I remember saying to my stepdad, I was like, you know, why don't they just let it happen and everyone go out there with a bunch of cameras? You know, yeah, take- mm-hmm. yeah. At the very least, if you're that against it, he's like, oh, so Joe the Butcher's a Nazi. Got it. Joe the Butcher's a Nazi. At the very least, let them out themselves, you know? Mm Yeah, exactly. And at the very least, also let the steam out a little bit. Because maybe that's all they need is to just go scream and shout, dance naked in the street with their hoods and whatever. And then they'll shut up for another 10 years. And yes, is it uncomfortable? It's extremely uncomfortable. Is it upsetting? It's extremely upsetting. Oh, Is yeah. there a long history mm-hmm. tied to it? It's horrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's a hell of a lot better than people killing each other, destroying the right. society, completely uprooting it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to go let the, the the person have their tantrum and then you you go, okay, are you done now? Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's so true. It's, you know, it's funny. We're, we're having this conversation. I literally had this conversation with uh, Tommy Vex from Bad Wolves earlier today. And, um, oh, right on. and, and, and it, it came, this whole thing came up uh, about that and it was, you know, I, my thought was we, we brought up the Westboro Baptist church and how uh-huh. they protest soldier funerals. Now I served and believe me when I tell you, when I see that, you want to talk about blood boiling. My blood yeah. boils when I see that, but my blood would boil even worse if I didn't know who it was that was really doing that. And then they went through and ran people down, you know, showed yeah. up with their car and just ran people over at a funeral or something. That to me would be worse. It's easy to say, look at these guys. They're morons. They're, they're, you know, yeah.
1: I know what they are. You know, awesome. whatever my, yeah. Name is.
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Whatever, yeah, whatever you want to call them, that's fine. You know, yeah. but, but mm. I, I I agree with you. You know, yeah, it's
2: it's so, crazy,
1: man. And well, then it could, then then bring the last thing I say. Then it brings up who is to decide what's censored. That's it's it exactly exactly. Yeah. Wait, no, wait yeah. a minute. I know. You know yeah. who's gonna? I had a friend. This he was sitting there. He was like, "No, we need to shut off this, this, and this." And I said, "I said well, you 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 say I said why are you saying it because this people these people are stupid. And this person is stupid." I said, "I said how do you know you're not stupid?" Exactly. Yeah. Well, even
2: if you even uh, if you're not, how do you know that the guy that's smarter than you doesn't think that you are and shuts you down? Exactly. Hey, wait a minute.
1: We've learned that experts are really
2: no, yeah. <laughs> experts know everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure they <laughs> yeah. do. <laughs> nice. Well, well, Peter, you uh you mentioned the T word. Speaking of words that we haven't heard in two years, you mentioned the T word at the beginning of this, uh, touring and um this is i know it, it makes your rear back but you also mentioned that you had a baby Brina's yeah. in the band with you how does that work for you guys is that going to be a significant challenge to find a way to tour
1: no doubt yeah. <laughs> right, We you know we actually kind of we have it all planned out um yeah you'll be a tour bus nice. baby i mean first of all uh he he um he lives you know music lives and breathes music with us so sure. whether or not we're at home or in the studio uh he's already you know he it's funny he goes to the, my guitars every morning I, I get up with him in the morning and and uh and you know I'm I'm I, it's funny because I'm actually late in the night owl but because Brina has to carry more of the load during the day you know doing more motherly things I, I carry the load mm. in, in the, the beginning and the end of the day um anyway so so he he's fully immersed in music, he loves it. It's a studio. The guys are like his uncles. Um he's already mm-hmm. he grabs the drumsticks, goes up to the drums and starts banging on the drums and not in a wild way, mm-hmm. in a very methodical way. It's, it's right. the mm-hmm. So that end of it's great. The 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 travel end of it obviously gonna be a little more trying. What we our plans are to just bring a friend, you know, or some family mm-hmm. member. Uh, mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll just help help out be like a you know babysitter nanny you know when we're playing our shows but aside from that though I mean honestly touring is just a lot of traveling playing a show and you know maybe doing a radio appearance or two some other pressing but 90 percent of your time is kind of sitting around so we'll just mm-hmm. be hanging out and he will have this room on a tour bus and, and it'll be I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Sure, sounds like I don't know it. About sleep, but <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah it probably won't get a lot of sleep. Those those three a.m.s after you've just played a set and you're wiped <sighs> out, and then all of a sudden the baby doesn't want to sleep, then it's like, oh boy, you know, <laughs> you know,
1: it's funny on that note, he's he's a great sleeper. Uh, wow, he's lucky, he's been, he's, he's been sleeping through the night since he was about five months old, yeah, lucky, um, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I've heard yeah. a lot of horse race. Oh, but yeah, for whatever reason, the last three nights, like this. This this morning he woke up at five forty-five. The night before four thirty, he fell back asleep. I didn't. And the night before that, four thirty in the morning. So finally, I, I'm like, if I don't care what happens, I am not getting up for you. <laughs> you're you're staying in bed till seven. That's all there is to it. Right. Well, nice.
2: nice. Well, well, man. Obviously, with the touring, it's going to, especially for a band that hasn't done. Well, I'm I'm thinking just for any band right now. It's going to change your band just because it's been a long time. And no matter how much you practice, no matter how much you play together, it's not the same. It's not the same as getting out there and being in front of people and learning idiosyncrasies about yourselves in front of a crowd, which is a much bigger thing than I think anybody appreciates. So do you see like room that you expect to grow in or, or is it really kind of a, let's just wait and see what happens type of an attitude that you take as you move into this tour because this mean, is an important what, tour for you guys
1: it's 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 critical yeah. actually it's not yeah. not only, it's critical that we get on the road and get on get on a, a good tour or get on some good tours you know mm-hmm. um but what well, what do you mean by by you know finding our space or you know i i guess i fully well, really didn't understand
2: well, what i mean is is most times with with most with most bands especially young bands those first, the first tours are, are when they find their direction. They, they oh, come right. back, not the same way. Now I'm yeah. not saying that you guys haven't played shows before, but it's been so long and you guys are still a new band.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Know, does, it
2: it, it yeah. feels like you're starting over in a way. For, it, it really does.
1: Uh, honestly, it, it, it more, much more so than not. Now, mind you, we, we have all experienced together and separately you know quite a bit of stage experience so mm-hmm. there, there are really no um stage uh jitters to get over um sure. there's because the, and there's a lot and we've we've spent it. we played so many shows together that that it's not like we have to go learn each other at all um i think really it's just going to be about learning the songs in, in 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 a live sense and you know uh, and i don't mean learning them like what, what to play but just. You know, learning what what's a strong song, what's a weaker song, or better yet, you know, what in what way a song uh, affects an audience. You know, because some sometimes you think, oh, this song's gonna you know make them it's gonna make rock. You know, and then and next Mm -hmm. thing you know, they dig it, but they're a little more laid back about it. So they think, okay, well, maybe we should put that one there in the set. And then songs take on a life of their own, so it may feel great to, to have recorded it one way, but live you need to present it differently. Like I was just watching a video you know recently when uh, YouTube playing Sunday Bloody Sunday and the, the different ways in which they've played it over the years sure you know from these these gentle intros to uh, you know they open up big to sometimes just acoustically whatever it might be and this is a, you know one of their not only one of their iconic songs, one of rock and rolls iconic songs sure. And, and so I think that's it too, is that you, 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 you have to allow us songs to, to find their way, find their way within the set. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think overall, you know, um, I think that's all going to be a lot of fun for us and, and, sure. and just sort of, it's going to be really a new lease on life, you know, not mm-hmm. only from a, being in front of people's standpoint and getting the music out there, but also from an inspiration, because there's only so much inspiration you get from being in a studio. Sure. You know? No, you, I mean, I, I, right. I can tell you how many times so many so many of us were out in the road, and you play a tour, and you come back, and yeah, you're tired, you're worn out, you're thinned out, and and you're like, wow, I, I have so many ideas, and you just you can't mm-hmm. wait to get back at it and, and start writing a bunch of new songs because there's such a great rush uh, sure. playing for for a bunch of people. Yeah,
0: no, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Peter, I mean, so the new EP, it's coming out soon. It's tell "Ordinary Sex Pill." You said it was April the ninth.
1: Is it April eighth? April eighth. Yes, excuse me. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Now, in terms of the tour, how, do you guys have a, a, a any kind of shows or tours lined up just yet, or is that still being worked? That's out still that's people? still being done
1: right now. That's that's one of the reasons uh that we we actually because we were going to put off the announcing the EP release date for another couple weeks, but but we were asked to get it a little earlier. So that okay. we can start confirming some of the tour dates. So, I expect uh, that we'll have everything sewn up by the uh, end of April. That we'll Wait have have uh, our our tour schedule after at least a, a notable chunk of it. Very cool. Okay.
0: Well, fantastic. Well, anything else you want to share with us, Pete? Before we wrap this up, um, you know, once again, it's been great talking to you. And uh, I mean, Where I do we want people to go. Where do we yeah, want people to too, go to course.
2: follow to follow you and tour dates and all that stuff?
1: best thing is, you know, for, for tour dates, go to, you know, bands in town or song kick. You know, that's the simplest way be, you, can, you can look up Sons of Silver. You can also go to our website. Everything will be on there. And you can also go to our Facebook page. I mean, in general, if you just if you just Google Sons of Silver, it's an easy find. We're top of the list. Fortunately, no other entity has that name, right. you, know? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and, you know, and you find it there. If you're a Spotify lover, um, uh, you can see all the list of shows on or at least the upcoming shows on spotify so okay yeah that, that's really it and and you know you're everyone's always welcome to go to our website or and, and join our email list and, and get uh, an email blast but i know how how folks are are reluctant to uh to get any more emails these days, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: absolutely. Well, in the meantime, the listeners, everyone could go check out
0: uh, this the, there's a couple of tracks from the new EP that's uh, already out there. You got to hesitate and who's gonna stop us that was just released. And um, yeah, and, and until then, you know, Peter, once again, man, great talking to you. Um, I can't, I really can't wait for you guys to uh hit the road because the one thing we haven't done is see you live yet, so that's yeah. the uh, you know, uh, that's something we're definitely pump for.
1: thank you thank you man thank you chris i I, it's great great talking to you guys it's uh it's been a while but you know but um thanks for having me on it's sure it's, it's, it's always fun When it's time to rock,
2: it's time to tune in to Crash Course Radio. Featuring the very best of the heavier music, from Slayer to Clutch to Fear Factory, it's all in one place, Crash Course Radio. To tune in to Crash Course Radio, simply visit www.cmsradio.net. You can also tune in on the CMS Network app by opening the app, clicking the musical notes at the top right corner and selecting Crash Course Radio from our stations. All the best heavy music is there, so you should be too. Ditch the commercial radio and make Crash Course Radio your everyday station.